Welcome into another edition of Trifector Soccer Talk. I'm Tanner Robello, and today we have a lot to get to. The New York Revolution tomorrow night will play Charlotte FC at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the first time the Revolution have ever taken on the expansion side Charlotte. For Charlotte, this is their second ever home game. Their first was a home game that set MLS records for attendance with over 74,000 people in attendance there in Charlotte. So it could be a very hostile atmosphere for the New England Revolution. But first, I want to recap and give my high-level thoughts on the loss to Pumas midweek in Mexico in CONCACAF Champions League. Revolution entered that match with a 3-0 aggregate lead. They allowed Pumas to score three goals in leg two, tied on aggregate, did not get their away goal, went to a shootout, and lost in the shootout, and ultimately got eliminated by Pumas, who was a below-average league on Mex side, and an alarm in CONCACAF Champions League. Going into that game, I think you have a lot of confidence. Revolution had three goals at home at Gillette Stadium. It felt like they should have come in advance to the semifinals, but they didn't. You know, they failed, and I think a lot's been said about this. And if you read my article on TrifectaNetworkSports.com, I dedicated 400 words of my 900-word game recap just to the tactical errors that the Revolution made, their approach in the game. But I think from a high level, if you look at that, their approach was not to win, but not to lose by three goals. That was New England's approach. You know, if you listen to Bruce Arena heading into that match, he said, we don't need to score goals. They do. And that approach, that mentality of, well, we don't really need to win this match. We just need to hold out with the aggregate was the wrong one to have. Especially when you mention the fact that their starting goalkeeper was Earl Edwards Jr., who I think has been fine this year, but has not even been really a backup in Major League Soccer for the past couple years. And at best, you would say Earl Edwards Jr. at this point in time is a backup in Major League Soccer. Has the potential to be the starter, but he's not Matt Turner. He's not one of the best American goalkeepers in the game. He is not going to Arsenal. It's Matt Turner who's going to Arsenal, and Matt Turner was obviously injured. Then you talk about the center back pairing, and you had a first-time center back pairing in Omar Gonzalez and John Bell. And both of them are pretty good in the air, but when it comes to speed, when it comes to reaction, they're not the best. So then you ask yourself, why did the Revolution go into that game and say, we're going to play as defensive as possible, we're going to sit back, and we're going to encourage Pumas to dominate possession and come and attack, because Pumas needs three goals. And we don't need any. And yes, you can look at it and say, well, the Revolution still started Adam Buxa, Gustavo Bo, Sebastian Legette, and Carlos Hill. They still started those players. And they asked a lot of that play to be held centrally. They didn't have their two outside backs really press forward on the attack with Dewan Jones and Brandon Bayh, who I thought were actually really good defensively, the pair of them. And I thought that had some really nice moments. But part of what makes the Revolution so successful, especially in recent years, is their outside backs being able to dominate the opposition, especially in the case of Dewan Jones, who literally ran Pumas over in leg one of this set. And as for Brandon Bayh, Brandon Bayh, the last three years, has been top ten every year and crosses into the box in Major League Soccer. So the Revolution changed the way they approached this game. They sat back. They said, Pumas, you have to score on us. And guess what Pumas did? Because Pumas went into that game saying, we need to win. We need to score. We're going to throw everything at the Revolution. Yeah, It was a mindset. And then you saw a day later, Seattle 
Seattle went to that game saying, we're not just going to sit back and defend for 90 minutes. We need to score. It's, it's insane. And guess what? They won. Seattle won. Seattle advanced. They went in with the right mindset. The Revolution were not built to sit back for 90 minutes and defend. Maybe if you had Henry Kessler, Andrew Farrell, and Matt Turner, you could do that. But the reality is, with the roster that they had and those two center backs, and Earl Edwards and Nett, it was a lot to ask of those players to do that. It was not the right approach. And that's not even in hindsight, right? If the Revolution had won, you would still look at it and say, this is a bizarre mindset. And I remember leading into the match, you know, on Twitter, when I saw the lineup, I said, well, they have to be looking for the early goal based on the roster they deployed and the fact that the center backs were going to be a weak spot for them. So I, I looked at it with confusion, and it turns out I was right. And Bruce was wrong. And after the game, when asked by Sam Mann and the Bent Musket, if he would have changed his approach going into the game based on what happened, Bruce said no. Bruce said, yeah, he would keep, do the same approach, actually. He said one word, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. And then you sort of pair that in, and you don't want to overreact, right? It's one game, it's one match in CONCACAF Champions League, which they're eliminated from now, uh, and hadn't been back for over a decade, so who knows when they'll get back. Um, but you sort of pair that game with the RSL game from Gillette Stadium the past weekend, where the Revolution were up 2-0, in the 77th minute, and lost that game 3-2. And you sort of pair that with this loss to Pumas, and you're like, oh, you start to get a little concerned about it. And I think this team's full of veterans. They're Obviously, Bruce Wren is a good coach, um, the winningest coach in Major League Soccer history, uh, most MLS Cup wins ever as a coach. It's a very successful coach with a roster of very talented players, some who are being transferred, uh, and will be transferred this summer. But, yeah, they're probably going to bounce back, right? You, you would expect them to bounce back. But I just look at that end of that RSL game, and this game against Pumas, and then, in my head, I look back to the NYCFC game at home, and you start to piece it together, and you do really get concerned about the approach that Bruce Arena is taking into these must-win games. It's a concern. And I think it's fair to criticize Bruce Arena, um, no, for his tactics, uh, which I, I think may be a step behind where MLS is and where MLS is going. Uh, I know the Revolution won the Supporters' Shield last year, but they didn't do it in a dominating fashion. There's a lot of one-goal advantages, a lot of one-goal margin of victories. So, look, Bruce Arena is great. I think the Revolution will be fine this year. But I think if you're looking to win an MLS Cup or win a tournament like CONCACAF Champions League, the mentality has to shift, and I don't know if Bruce Arena is willing to make those evolutions, to take that step forward at his age and the amount of success he has. I don't know if he's humble enough to see the flaws and errors of his way and adjust and make those improvements. I don't know that. And based on what I've seen, based on what we saw against Pumas, it, it seems like maybe he's not willing to do that. And that's really concerning if you're looking at lifting trophies. I do think they have the roster to do that, but it is an older roster as well. So, a lot of concerns. I don't think anyone should dwell on that match for too long. <laughs> it's a long season in Major League Soccer ahead of them. Um, you know, I think there's a fair point, too. MLS teams just don't know how to handle the pressure of playing in Mexico. And, you know, you saw that with the Revolution. You've seen it in other Major League Soccer games against Mexican teams in Mexico. You see it with the U.S. national team playing in Mexico. You even saw, um, you know, NYCFC in Guatemala, which is obviously not Mexico, but it's tough to go down. Um, 
south and outside the United States and play in must-win matches because in the reality in Major League Soccer, there really isn't a lot of high-stakes matches until you get to the postseason. Most of the regular season, 34 matches, it really doesn't matter. Um, you know, there's no relegation. There's, there's nothing like that. There's no battles like that. Um, so I think the, the lack of low, high-pressure matches throughout the year for Major League Soccer, I think that impacts teams when they have to be in that situation, that they have to go out and get that win. Um, so now we're going to preview the MLS match that the Revolution have in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. They're expecting a rather large crowd in Charlotte. Probably not the 74,000 they had in their home opener, but certainly a large crowd. This is a Charlotte team that's 0-3. They're one of three teams in the Eastern Conference that have yet to win a game. But you know, this is a team that is slowly edging towards that result. They opened the year with a 3-0 loss to D.C. United at Audi Field. But the last two losses they've had, they've been one-goal losses. You had the home game against the LA Galaxy where Efren Alvarez had a banger of a goal late in that match. And then you talk about the last game they had against Atlanta United at Mercedes-Benz. They lost that match 2-1. to one. And that game deciding goal was very, very late for Atlanta. So this is a Charlotte team that is building towards that result. They're going to be at home. They're 0-3. And they're going to be desperate to get that. They're going to be desperate to get their first win. And I, I think you look at their roster and there's a lot to, to be desired. Um, there's been a lot of sort of big quotes that came out of there um, in, in terms of where their roster builds at. And you sort of question the moves that they've been doing. But I think Charlotte's going to be a good club in Major League Soccer for years to come. I think they have some really solid players. I look at young players like Ben Bender, who's the number one overall pick, or Adam Armour. Um, he was a North Carolina native as well. He's played really well for them. And they have some pretty strong DPs. They have young DPs. They have U22 players. They have what I would say is a base that theoretically could be very successful in Major League Soccer. Uh, I think they still have to make some moves to get to that playoff level. But I think that 0-3 record is very deceiving. You know, this team plays hard. Um... You know, we're going to hear from uh, Revolution assistant coach Dave Vandenberg and then from Matt Polster on Charlotte and what they've seen so far of them, and it sort of builds to the mindset that I've been talking about. Um, what have I made of it? They're getting closer to getting a result. Obviously, the first game was 3-0, then and they lost one nothing at home um, to, a, to an LA Galaxy side who needed a, a bomb uh, from Efrain Alvarez in the upper 90 to, to, to lose the game. And then, um, obviously, last weekend, they, they filmed the, what was it, 97th minute, I believe. Um, and so, obviously, they're getting closer to getting a result. Um, they're back in front of their home fans. So, um, they're doing well. They're growing. They're going through the growing pains of, of every um, new expansion team. But um, they have some quality players, and, and we, we, we just can't take this lightly. And, um, you know, coming off these two games, it's, it's going uh, to be an interesting battle. Yeah, I think when you're new into the league you want to you want to impress your fans and that's what charlotte's going to try and do again tomorrow um they're going to put everything into this game um i'm sure they're thinking you know we're coming off a game in mexico city that you know they're going to try and capitalize on so their mentality is going to try and get three points and our goal is to do the exact same so we need to come with the right mindset the right intensity and um i know this team can get three points you know we have a lot of quality players in this side and um, if we do what we have to do, I know we can we can achieve that goal. Revolution have three players on the injury report: Matt Turner, Henry Kessler, and Andrew Farrell. All are listed as questionable. Um, there was really no takeaway on those player statuses from the media availability. We did not talk to Bruce Arena actually leading this game. It was actually uh, Dave Vandenberg, the assistant coach of Revolution. Uh, apparently, Bruce is dealing with some um, 
he's under the weather for the team. So, you know, no update there. You know, I think heading into this match, it's a tough spot for the Revolution. You know, as I've mentioned previously, this is a Charlotte team that's really looking for that win. They're looking to, you know, show this fan base that's come out and supported them so far that this is a team that's worth investing in. Uh, they've fought hard. Uh, you know, they've actually looked pretty good at matches. So I think the Charlotte team is going to come to play. And I think on paper, you look at this matchup and you say this is a pretty soft landing for the Revolution who are looking to rebound and need to rebound after the past week that they've had. But show Charlotte's going to give them a run for their money. It's going to be very difficult to get three points out of this Charlotte team. I know they're 0-3, but their backs are against the wall here. You know, yes, it's a long season, but there's an international break coming up too um, that plays a factor in it. So I think Charlotte's really going to be looking for a result. And... You know, winning on the road in Major League Soccer is very, very difficult. Would a draw be a win for the Revolution in terms of would you look at that as a success? That's a question that I would usually say yes to. But I feel like after this past week, the Revolution really need a win. Um, that's how bad this week was. This was the worst week for the franchise since May of 2019 when they had to fire Brad Friedel and Mike Burns after that team was on track to be the worst team in Major League Soccer history. They would have conceded the most goals ever. Um, th that's how bad this past week was. And yes, they were in Champions League, and they fell out of that. But that's how bad it was, and they really need to rebound here. Um, I think fitness is going to be a question here, You know, given that the fact that they've played, I think it's five games in 15 days, uh, and they just played you know, at altitude in Mexico, on the road in Champions League. So I think... Yeah, fitness is going to be a big question here. So we're going to hear from Dave Annenberg on the team's fitness and what they're approaching the lineup for this match against Charlotte. Um, the fitness, I, w I would say, is pretty good. Um, I, I don't think that, that there's a question that it's difficult to play in altitude in Mexico City. Um, that, that's just a, a, a known fact. It's not just our team that, that had to deal with that. It's every, every team that is not used to playing in altitude um, has to deal with, especially in Mexico City. Um, but but I feel like we're we're ready to go again on um, on Saturday. Um, as far as rotations go, we we haven't um, really made a decision as to who's playing yet. We're still trying to figure out how everybody is coming out of this this past week, past the travel, and um, and and who's ready to go. But um, I, I can assure you that whoever steps on that field will be ready to play. This match will air on TV38, MyRai TV. It'll stream nationally on ESPN Plus. Radio feed is going to be a 985 the Sports Hub. And then uh, 1260 NASA Radio will have it in Portuguese. Uh, this will be a compelling match. You know, this will be at uh, a 7 o'clock kick. You know, this is both teams arguably have a lot at stake here. Uh, you know, both teams really need the win. So you could really see some desperation. I think it's going to be wide open, especially if that revolution backline uh, is John Bell. And Omar Gonzalez. Omar Gonzalez is the wrong side of 30. And if they're asking him to play another 90, that's a big ask. And to begin with, having both of those center backs play together is a big ask. So you really hope that Henry Kessler or Andrew Farrell somehow are available for this match. If not, maybe you see AJ DeLagarza at center back. Uh, but either way, you know, look, you can't just pack it in and sit back deep and say, hey, Charlotte, come and get us, right? You're going to have to move forward, and you really have to play your strengths. You're going to have to use Dewan Jones, Brandon Bai. You're going to have to send crosses in that in Buxa. Um, you know, the status of Gustavo Bo is also a question. Bo left the game in Pumas with a, an injury. Was not on the injury report. Um, so the status of Bo is a little unknown. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of big questions here. I would like to see Adam Buxa also step up. You know, essentially non-existent in that Pumas match. I will give him a little bit of slack here. Had a couple decent hold-up plays. 
And then on top of that, you know, really weren't playing to Busa's strengths, moving the ball through the center, moving it through the midfield. Um, you know, really, some of his strengths are those crosses from Brandon Bynes to Juan Jones coming in the box. He did have a couple of really prime scoring chances, so I would like to see Buxa get in the back of the net in this game, or at least be a major factor in that regard. And if Bo is unable to go, I would like to see Jose Altador start. You know, you brought this player in, you're paying him a lot of money. There's a big commitment here with Altador. Jose Altador needs to start. Now, this is the time. He's played in very limited minutes. He's picked up yellow cards. I need to see Jose Altador in the starting lineup for the New England Revolution. Otherwise, what was the point of bringing him in? Right? How is he still not ready to start? So I, I think you have to see Jose start. I would like to see it against Charlotte, um, and I would like to see how the Revolution approach to him playing a full 90, uh, and like to see him you know, get more involved as well. So that's it for Trifecta Saga Talk. I'm your host, Tanner Rebello. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Tanner Rebello. Read TrifectaNetworkSports.com. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and get us wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend, everybody.